Moncrief on News Talk. It's called a sleep divorce, which perhaps is a bit of a misnomer in that it won't cost you anything financially or emotionally. It might even be a source of greater contentment. What it means is that a couple take the decision to stop sleeping in the same bed because one or both will get a better night's sleep that way. Tom Coleman is a sleep coach. Afternoon, Tom. Good afternoon, Sean. Thanks for having me on. I did. There's a lot of kind of evidence. Now, it seems to be have become extremely popular in the United States. There's a lot of kind of evidence that perhaps it might be better and that will just keep, you know, people just keep interrupting each other. Yeah, I mean, I, I research this, this conflicting evidence and it, I think really it's down to the question of is having your partner in the bed disrupting your sleep or is not having your partner in the bed reducing the quality of your sleep? Because, you know, having a person in the bed beside you can cause disruption in several different ways. There could be snoring. Uh, temperature is something that's really crucial for, for sleep and you know if your partner runs very hot then you know that could wake you up uh, along with movement and things like that so the question is is it causing disruption uh, so and probably I don't know are there any statistics on, 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 on how many couples who sleep together are disrupted by their partner uh, within Ireland about 30% of people couples sleep apart now um, so you know, on on a on a global scale, there was research done in 2022, uh, which kind of highlighted that that couples uh, benefit from sleeping together. So, in that sense, there, there there is somewhat of a contradiction. Now, the caveat of that is it was self-reported, and uh, that's one of the limitations. We're we're not actually great at reporting on how well we sleep ourselves. Right. Okay. I imagine though, if if a couple have taken the decision to sleep in separate beds, it's something they might be shy about reporting because. People might infer things from that. But yes, of course, there is that kind of social um, stigma. Um, it's it's not a decision probably that that they came to lightly, but certainly if the sleep has been disrupted, and as I said, it could be snoring, it could be other reasons like shift work or uh, children, or maybe they're just different chronotypes, they have different sleep preferences uh, and things like that. So um, there is research there showing that if a partner is snoring, the other partner will get more resentful over time, which is not going to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that kind of makes total sense. And, but when, what kind of differing sleep habits then can people have? Well, some people um, may much prefer to go to bed later and get up later. And that's, you know, that can even be influenced by uh, genes. We have about nine different sleep genes known as clock genes, and that can influence our preferences when it comes to that. Other people uh, will tend to uh, want to go to bed much earlier and get up earlier, and they're the, the morning people um, rather than the, the night owl, the early bird rather than the night owl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Somebody says I was in a relationship with a guy who suffered with insomnia. The only way we could stay together was for us to sleep in separate beds. I found it really hard. I think it ultimately played a significant role in our breakup. We lost the intimacy of a relationship. Absolutely. Um, you know, there is, there is some research there indicating that, you know, that, that it will eat into the relationship um, and it, the relationship will suffer if there's that constant disruption there uh, and issues around that. Uh, couples have reported that, that marriage or relationship breakdowns, that, that sleep disruption was part of that. Willis, um, I mean, are all these issues solvable, though, Tom? Are they just certain the way... If somebody likes to, like, you know, 
thrash around a lot when they're asleep at night. You can't fix that, I assume. Yeah, I mean, it, some people are light sleepers. They they, 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 could, they could move around like a rotisserie chicken in the bed, maybe, and that, that's just the way they, they sleep. Mm. Obviously, you know, getting a good sleep system, a good sleep mattress, um, a good quality mattress, a, a pillow, which is part of your sleep system, ensuring that you're... Your cool, well well ventilated, dark room, etc. All of that stuff can certainly contribute. But maybe you have restless leg syndrome or another medical issue that it, you know you just can't solve. Um, certainly, you know the nature of the problem will inform the solution. For the snorer, um, there are some things that could lessen the snoring, whether that be um, you know oral exercises to strengthen your neck uh, muscles or, or to look at the tissues there uh, to reduce those tissues. Um, maybe snoring is indicative of an underlying issue like sleep apnea that, that can also be the case uh, elevating the bed by a few degrees there are certain things that may reduce it you know stopping um, smoking uh, reducing alcohol uh, exercising more losing weight for the for the snorer for, for the person who's suffering uh, maybe a really good set of earplugs and outside of that maybe maybe then consider bedroom divorce right god you can get pills, but you can get pills for the restless leg, and and that works in some cases at least. Yes, yeah, yeah absolutely. But then the, the practical side of it, Sean, is, is if, if there is a shift worker in the house. I mean, 25% of the, the, the working population in Ireland do some form of shift work, so that's, that's a very practical thing. Yeah. Uh, intimacy doesn't just happen in the bedroom. Like I mean, so we have to kind of look at that as well and take that into account that maybe they just, they're like passing ships. Maybe they cannot sleep together uh, most nights. So... Um, and I know that that social and psychological requirement is there to, as well. That we need that maybe security of another person, um, and that's very important as well. So mm. there's a lot to to kind of consider. Yeah, I, though at the same time, I suppose you get now. Of course, as you say, it depends from person to person, from couple to couple. But if they do get a sleep divorce, but they're aware of the fact that you know intimacy is still important, you kind of have to make more of an effort then um, uh, about the whole you know thing rather than they're just yeah. there. Oh, absolutely. We ha- absolutely. People have to make more of an effort and carve the time out. And here's the other thing. Children, I mean, they come into the equation. Like, there is part of the research uh, from the University of Arizona in 2022 found that, you know, when, when children are in the bed, uh, the stress levels go up, so sleep is disrupted more. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, when children are thrown into the equation, it's an added stress. and There must be an added, an added vigilance then to, to nurture the, that relationship. Is there anything to be said, Tom, then, for kind of a, a, a part-time uh, arrangement so that maybe you're both got a night off or two nights off a week? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've, some clients that come to me, I would, I would recommend that. Because if we suffer on through with some kind of disruption, uh, the resentment builds, uh, our mood is impacted. We look at what happens during sleep, especially in the latter stages of sleep. Like, we embed positive emotional experiences. We disassociate stressful events. So if we're not getting that sleep, that's not happening. And then we're, we're, we're just not great people to be around. Relationships suffer. Mood suffers. And that, of course, then impacts the relationship. So. Yeah, you're in a bad mood. And it's your fault <laughs> I'm in a bad mood, which obviously yeah. isn't, isn't going to help at all. Tom, uh, thanks a million for talking to us today. Uh, that was uh, the sleep coach there, uh, uh, Tom Coleman. Uh, one texter says, my grandparents slept in separate rooms because my granddad used to work nights. Then when he retired, they couldn't get used to sleeping together again and stayed apart for the rest of their days, even though they were the best of friends and clearly loved each other deeply. 
Uh, somebody else wonders, says, your expert, any ideas on solving farting during sleep? My partner is terrible for it. Well, again, you could maybe go to the GP and go, you know, gassy pants here is keeping us all, uh, is keeping me awake. Other than that, maybe, you know, I don't know, is there some kind of, well, you could get it. <laughs> maybe some medical device for your nose. Or a medical device for his arse. Uh, I don't know if either, either such products are available. My partner and I sleep divorced about eight years ago. We're in our late 30s and it's the best thing we ever did. I couldn't imagine sharing a bed or a room with anyone ever again. And obviously, uh, they're still together and, uh, I assume, happy out about it. Moncrief. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.